Welcome to the Legal Pad Podcast, presented by Brashears Miller, a show designed to educate small businesses, startups, and individuals on how legal services and strategies can optimize their business. Join licensed attorneys Brian Brashears and Sean Miller as they discuss the most pressing legal and business matters in today's legal climate. In today's episode, Sean's going to talk about federal taxes and the IRS. Thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, if you hear some tapping in the background, it's just my dog, Norman. Uh, speaking of dogs, if you're interested in seeing pictures of my dog, Brian's dogs, the tacos we ate, what the uh, skylines of Houston and Austin look like from pretty much every conceivable angle and at every single time of day, uh, make sure to follow us on our Instagram at Brashears Miller. Uh, we have a really fun time uh, posting pictures and letting people know that we're actual real people behind the Instagram account, that we are, in fact, real attorneys licensed in Texas and not just Russian bots here to interfere in the 2020 election. So speaking of elections, today we're going to be talking about... Oh, hey, Norman. Here he comes. So speaking of the 2020 elections, we're going to be talking about something that I'm sure you don't particularly want to hear about, something I don't particularly want to talk about, and that's uh, federal taxes. It's, uh, you know, it's not the most exciting topic, but it is uh, maybe one of the top three most important considerations for a small business uh, when they determine things like their corporate structure, how they're going to pay their members, where they're going to incorporate, what sort of assets the business is going to hold. And so it is It is something that's uh, really important to keep in mind. So today we're going to talk about federal taxes, especially in terms of what they can do for an LLC, or I should say what an LLC can do uh, in terms of its tax treatment. It's going to be a quick episode. We don't want to go too deep on this. We don't want people falling asleep listening. But once again, this is you know necessary information for the small business or startup to know uh, when they're dealing with starting a business. And it's definitely an area that qualified licensed attorneys can help their clients make the best decisions with. So for starters, uh, we're going to talk about an EIN, not an EIN number, uh, as I hear it constantly referred to as, but an EIN. And uh, that's going to be the first step on your tax journey with your LLC. And what an EIN is, is an employee identification number. Number is already built into it. You don't have to say number at the end of it because the IRS has taken the trouble to already put it in the acronym for you. So your your employer identification number, or EIN, is kind of like a social security number for your business. It's something that uh, the IRS can use to keep track of your business's tax reporting. It's It doesn't cost you anything to get. You can apply for it online. But one thing in um, classic IRS fashion, they've managed to create a website that has business hours. So you can only get an EIN Monday through Friday from, if you're on the on central time like Brian and I are, from 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. Uh, their website says it's uh, 7 a.m. to 10 p.m., but that's East Coast time, and you know who needs that? So in addition to kind of uh, helping the IRS keep track of your business's tax reporting, even if you're a sole proprietorship or a single-member LLC, it's still good to have an EIN because in a lot of cases, banks are going to require one to open a bank account or a line of credit. Um, uh, if you're a multi-member LLC, 
who files as a partnership, you're going to need an EIN for your partnership tax return at the end of the year and your uh, K-1s. Uh, and for a single member, even though you don't necessarily need it, if you're a single member LLC, it helps you keep your personal social security number private uh, because you can use the EIN instead. And it, it also helps maintain the corporate veil where you show that, no, this corporation is its own entity. It's not just a, a mask for me. It's a real thing. So um, you've got your EIN. Oh, now, now Ellie's joining us, the other dog. She's, uh, she's here for the show, too. So we've got a little audience today. This is our first live episode. So you've got the EIN, and the next step is going to be determining your election for your LLC. Now, this is going to be how you want the IRS to handle your tax status. So the LLC, the Limited Liability Corporation, which we've talked about at length on this series, is a relatively new invention. It kind of takes the best parts of corporation laws and of partnership laws and merges them together um, but because it's, a, because it's a recent development and it's something that's crafted uh, by state legislatures, the IRS doesn't actually have a designation from it. So that allows the LLC holder, depending on the number of members in the LLC, to, to elect how they want the IRS to treat their um, LLC. So first, generally, a few things about the LLC is that the LLC itself doesn't pay taxes to the IRS. It's treated as what's called a disregarded entity. And what that means is for tax purposes, the IRS doesn't look at it and say, here are the rules for an LLC. Um, typically, if you're a single member LLC, you're treated as a sole proprietorship. And if you're a multi-member LLC, you're treated as a partnership. Um, so an LLC is called a disregarded entity because it's just that, it's disregarded. It's also known as a pass-through entity because um, an LLC has the big benefit that a corporation doesn't of avoiding um, you know, the criminal double taxation that the IRS performs on corporate money where it taxes it at the corporate level and at the disbursement level. So the taxes are passed through through the LLC, and it's only paid one time uh, by the members. So um, once again, so if you're a sole proprietorship, you're typically going to elect to be treated as a single member sole proprietorship. You're a disregarded entity. You just pay your your income taxes from your LLC on your regular ass old Schedule C of your of your uh, was it your 1040 1090. I don't know. I'm not the, I'm not the tax genius, but it's uh, it's just something that you handle as you would with your regular taxes. You don't have to deal with any fancy corporate tax paperwork or any sort of special filings. You just add together your LLC income on the Schedule C. Now, if you're a multi-member LLC, and this is this is what I talked about briefly above, is it has the big advantage of of an LLC as as opposed to opting for a uh, corporation that it, it avoids double taxation, which is absolutely criminal. It's, it's criminal theft, but it's, uh, you know, so, so the LLC itself doesn't pay any taxes. It's just the members. And the way this is handled is that the multi-member LLC will file an IRS form 1065 and then the owner's taxes are ca calculated based on their ownership interest or disbursement on the Schedule K-1. 
So it's pretty, it's pretty straightforward. Now, in some situations, and we're not going to get too deep in this today, it will make sense for an LLC to opt to be treated as a, a corporation for tax purposes. That's the other election that you can make. If you're a single member, LLC you can elect to be a sole proprietorship or a corporation. If you're a multi-member LLC, you can choose to be treated as a partnership or a corporation. And so um, all you have to do to elect corporate tax treatment for your LLC is to file a form 8832 if you want C-Corp treatment, and you file a form 2553 for S-Corp treatment. There's, there are small differences in here. The advantages are kind of complex, and it's not something that a startup or small business is generally going to be dealing with out of the gate. Um, and really that sort of institutional involvement for the outset for most startups is really uh, more of a detriment than a plus, but some sort of more complex corporate formation situations that will make sense to elect a C or S corp uh, treatment for your tax filings. But that's, uh, that's generally how it works. And like I said, short episode today, and uh, don't forget to follow us on, on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn at Brashears Miller. Thank you so much. And happy Thanksgiving. The Legal Pad Podcast is intended for educational and entertainment purposes only, does not offer legal advice, and does not take the place of the consultation with an attorney or other professional with appropriate expertise and experience. Quotations from cases, pleadings, discovery, and other sources are for illustrative purposes only and are not suitable for the use in litigation in any particular case. The Legal Pad Podcast and its affiliates disclaim any liability or responsibility for loss or damage resulting from the use of the content of its episodes or the information, ideas, or opinions presented.